Some Muruai residents are calling a makeshift campground home while they wait in limbo to find out when or if they'll ever be allowed to return home. Some have undamaged homes, but slips near their homes mean they've had to evacuate. Among those forced to evacuate is an 88-year-old man who's left his home of 50 years and is now waiting to hear what happens next. He and many more are staying with local families who have opened up their homes. Muriwai was the hardest hit region in Auckland. Two firefighters lost their lives and around 200 homes have been red or yellow stickered. Our reporter Lucy Sia has been in Muriwai to talk to those living in limbo. Dozens of camper vans and tents are parked at the beach campground, a makeshift setup for those displaced. Many were evacuated at short notice and had only a 30-minute window to return to pick up essentials a week after the cyclone. Jay Brown, his partner and their teenage daughter have been taking refuge here in a camper van since their home, despite being undamaged, lies opposite a slip and has been deemed unsafe to live in. He says there's been little information from officials on how long they'll be in limbo for. We've got a red sticker, nothing wrong with our place, uh, we know the road's fine to get to it. So what are people in our situation waiting for? Are we waiting for the cliff face to settle down? Are they still, are they still finding there's movement? And if that is the case, it'd be great if they just let us know. When Friday's downpour hit, the campground was flooded. A mattress in the extended tent was floating on water. Mr Brown says he knows this isn't a long-term solution and is worried about eventually having to rent a place and pay a mortgage for a house they can't return to. I'm hopeful about keeping the house, but in saying that, there's no real information for me to build that hope on. 88-year-old Siegfried Walsack and his wife were evacuated from their home of 50 years the morning after the cyclone brought down a slip nearby. They've been staying with locals and are frustrated that temporary accommodation services haven't called them back to find them a longer-term place to stay. We can't sit all day at home and wait for them to ring us up, you see. They, they should have a bit... Somebody in charge and there's nobody in charge there, really, you know. They push it on to somebody else. National Manager of Temporary Accommodation Services, Al Bruce, says more than 800 households in Auckland have registered for help. But about 100 who registered more than five days ago are yet to be contacted. He says they're aware of the severe impact on Murawai and the need for medium to long-term accommodation. Meanwhile, others are trying to stay optimistic. Murawai resident Tina Stevens and her family of four kids, two cats and a dog hunkered down in their camper van the night of the cyclone after their house was flooded. We've had a couple of little bits we have flown off the roof as you can see and I've got a blunt umbrella um, totally working, keeping the rain out. And so yeah, it's been a journey with three cyclones in the caravan. She says there's been a lot of support from the wider community. Everyone's just been great and we've got so much food and you know people dropping off cooked food so they don't have to cook and you know Waimaki school doing school lunches for the kids. But Miss Stevens says the Murawai community will be forever changed after the cyclone. And there's been two deaths you know um, so that alone is you know change change of community to start with let alone, you know, all the kids that are being displaced and schools. And, yeah, it, it, it'll, it's changed forever for sure. And especially for those that may never be able to go back to their homes. Meanwhile, at the local surf club, donations of clothes, linen and food have continued to pour in for families in need. 
A group of about 40 local residents have been helping out, distributing supplies and lending an ear to distressed families. Volunteer Emma Ferry says it's been heartening to see many locals open up their homes for those displaced by the cyclone. There was 14 people in one house that was, um, they were coming here and we had to force the food on them because everyone thinks that, oh no, someone's worse off than me. So we basically, Anne and I are just forcing food on people because there, some people are feeding 14 people, some people have got 10. Prime Minister Chris Hipkins says the Murawai community have more uncertainty ahead of them. He says the land there continues to shift and that they're still waiting on advice from geotechnical specialists.